Ladies and gentlemen from around the universe, from around the globe, from around the community, welcome to the Power, Purpose, and Passion podcast. I am your host, Anthony Cheem, speaker, life coach, author, trainer, musician, singer, songwriter, friend to you, podcast host, ready to give to you everything I've learned and earned so I can return it to you in compassion and love and care for your, your highest growth and your highest expansion so you can ultimately claim your power, clarify your purpose, and cultivate your deepest, widest, and highest passions possible so you can ultimately live a fulfilling joyful and loving passionate powerful and purposeful life and then ultimately as you do that and experience it well the the best ultimate high would be then to share what you've what you've you know learned what you've earned what you've achieved the wisdom the the love and giving it away completely endlessly limitlessly and so that you're completely and utterly empty by the time your physical body expires and you've given your life away so thank you for joining us. Uh, it's, it's now Monday, magnificent Monday. I had a very, very busy weekend. Uh, but before I get into my busy weekend, we get into the podcast uh, episode. Uh, in two days, I ended up putting up over 70,000 steps on my on my Fitbit here. Uh, and part of the reason- Two days? I was, two days, I put up 70,000. <laughs> and I yesterday, I got up at 4.30 and I went cranking from literally 5, 5.30 in the morning till nine o'clock last night, never stopping cleaning my house and getting it ready and all this other stuff. Anyway, long story short, it was a very, very enthralling and testing, testing, uh, testing weekend, but I, I love it. I've, um, and it's, it's actually, it's perfect for this episode today because there's many times I failed on the weekend, but I didn't stop. I didn't quit, uh, in, in, in every lesson in every, sorry, in every failure, there's a lesson to be learned. Even when you screw up royally, uh, beating yourself up and beating yourself down. And I did that yesterday. I spilled a huge can of paint when I was painting the walls all over me and onto the floors. And you know, after 12, 13 hours of already working, you're already exhausted. So the first thing, first words that came out of my mouth weren't very, very nice and pleasant. So I immediately got out of the shower, got into the shower. I said, I can either sit here and cry about it or I can get in the shower. And there's no use crying over spilt milk, as they say. And I got into the shower, wiped myself down, cleaned up the paint. And I changed my strategy from carrying the paint in my hand on painting to using a ladder. And anyway, point of the matter is, is that I could have easily stopped and just said, screw it. Uh, but I decided not to, cause I was so determined to finish, uh, what I was meant to do that weekend. And I did. Um, but the, I think the great thing about this, uh, this subject matter of the best way to the absolute best way to fail is understanding that actually here's the answer. Two words, do it, fail, do it. I, like, cause you know, there's a saying in Alcoholics Anonymous, if you want to, uh, don't think, don't feel your way into new action, act your way into a new level of feeling, take action to make yourself feel better. You know, and it reminds me of how Thomas Edison, you know, failed approximately 10,000 times before actually creating the incandescent light bulb. And I know we've talked about this before, but it's a good reminder to kind of say, wait a second here. I, I fa-, and someone asked him, you know, how does it feel to fail 10,000 times? He goes, oh, I didn't fail 10,000 times. I figured out how 10,000 ways how to not make a light bulb. And so whether it be succeeding in, in your health, in your wealth, in your career, in your body, in your money situation, in relationships, in spirituality, you're only going to succeed if you actually fail. It's necessary. One of my original mentors used to say, Anthony, if you want to double your rate of success, double your rate of failure. 
And a lot of people go to me, oh, I teach them how to meditate as an example. And they go, oh, I did 30 seconds and I, I, my mind immediately went off into uh, another stratosphere about work. And oh, I'm a failure. I'm not good at it. And they, and they basically take one action and they, because they didn't do it exactly that they intended to do it or because the expectations were I had to meditate for 30 minutes without, without failing. Well, look, that's how you get better. I started off with one minute by watching a clock go, uh, go 60 seconds. And I have to say that was rough and tough like the first 60 seconds, but then you get to 60 seconds and then you do take it to 90 seconds and then you close your eyes, focus on your breathing. And there's many different ways to meditate, but I gave myself sort of a, that if I could meditate for 30 seconds, I could meditate for 60. And if I can meditate for 60 seconds, I can meditate, meditate for two, two minutes. And, um, even getting up, you know, three fifteen in the morning, three thirty in the morning, that was, I, I didn't just one day wake up and go, I'm going to get up at three thirty in the morning. I started in 15 minute incre- increments. Now, did I succeed each time? No. There are times I press snooze and I didn't say, okay, well, I, uh, I'm a failure and I'm never going to succeed at that. No, I got up. I learned the lesson about intending to actually take action and not following through. That creates pain. That creates tension. That creates conflict. That's, that's good. That guilt and that remorse is good when your brain says, you just screwed up. Stop violating the intentions and your heart's desires. Take action. And within those failures within those those moments are gems of wisdom that you can extract that you can pull from so that you can finally succeed so the absolute best way to fail is to actually fail do it because as i said you know you're not going to see too many people go with an idea that they got to succeed right away like if i were to teach you piano it takes years and years but if you just say i'm going to learn one chord or i'm going to learn one one note and i'm going to practice one scale the power of small, the power of 1%, just improving even 0.01% every day. After 10 days, you're now up to 0.1%. And after another 10 days, you're up to 0.2%. All these other things, it starts to stack on each other. I don't think that was the right math, by the way. But the point of the matter is, is that as long as you continuously give yourself an opportunity to fail and see the good in the failures that you inevitably will basically face and do, you will screw up. You're going to screw up from time to time. Some of them bad, some of them really bad, some of them's minor, some of them to the point where you feel like I'm never going to try again because you made such a big bad, bad mistake. But I can tell you right now that people that are really succeeding in life, I don't care what area you're going, they have failed more times than anybody else. Absolutely true. Michael Jordan shot more foul shots than the random person. Uh, you know, uh, Nolan Ryan, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, threw, threw more pitches than anyone else. Wayne Gretzky shot more shots and passed more, spent more time on the ice failing than anyone else did. And because of that, they all succeeded. Now, I'm using sports as an example, but you can use this in business. You can use this in relationships. You can use this in your body. You can use this in diet. How many diets are there, Cam, out there? Thousands, right? And oh, I've tried every diet. You've tried every diet. Is it the diet that, that failed? I often say one, 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 one thing I do say to people, every diet works. Every single diet works. And I, I, with no exception, even if you're on the McDonald's diet, you're, it's, it's works because guess what? When you gain the weight, it's working, <laughs> right? So whether you're on you know, the South Beach diet or the, the keto diet, whatever, it's not the diet. It's the person that's deploying the strategy that you decide to actually the diet it's nothing to do with the actual strategy itself. It's, it's, it's the constant the person consistently falling through and not beating themselves up when they fail. It's like the person that quits smoking after 30 days and they go, Oh, they, they get stressed. They, they have a smoke and they become an instant pack a day smoker or you screwed up on your diet 
and you gained half a pound. Oh my gosh, I all 10 days, I lost four pounds and I gained half a pound and they end up beating themselves and they go right back to their old behaviors. That's okay. Within every failure, with every downturn, there is a gem. There's a sea, nuggets of wisdom within those failures. Do not, I mean, as Ralph Waldo Emerson, I think he said, failure and bad times have scientific value. Those are times that a wise person would never let go. I'm paraphrasing here, but the point of the matter is failures and bad times and making bad mistakes is necessary for your ultimate growth and expansion. You know, I look back at my my past and, and the three biggest sort of mistakes I made and just things that I did. I'm like a failure, if you want to call it that, failure in my relationship or cheating on a math test or whatever it might be. Let me tell you something. I felt guilt and remorse as a result of that, but man, that guilt was necessary. That guilt gave me the message of you just violated something. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. And I think I've, I've, I've shared this on, on a couple podcasts before. There was a time when my dad was dying from cancer and I was so full of myself in my early 20s thinking that I was all that and I was just so oh, egoic on so many different levels thinking that the world owed me something and I was better than I thought that I actually thought I was. And um, I remember my wife actually and I were, we, we broke up at the time and uh, we were no longer dating at the time and I was you know, dating a girl and, and, and my dad was home by himself on, he, after a chemotherapy session and he was laying on his bed and I was the only one home taking care of him. And then this girl called me and I wanted to go out with her. And I was like, Oh my gosh, excited. Thinking with thinking, thinking that, you know, my dad would be okay on his own. And uh, I ended up taking the date, but I said to my dad, here, here's the phone. If you need anything, let me go. Uh, let me know, call me. But then after the date, I felt, you know, what did I just do? I just left my dad there by himself, you know, and I had the guilt that huge mistake, that failure to be there for my dad. I was physically sick for a long time. No joke. I, my lower back was sore. I was getting, my immune system was just completely non-existent. And I was, I was just, I was subject to so many different types of physical pain in my body. And it resulted from the guilt that I was, I was experiencing from that. And I, I think I'd experienced that for a good year. And I remember just thinking to myself, okay, what's the lesson here? Like, me sitting here beating myself up and feeling guilty and allowing the guilt just to just run rampant through me and run roughshod. I'm like, okay, what, what, what can I learn from this experience? And with the lesson that came out of it was never leave a loved one ever again when they are in need of you. And I remember just going, I will never do that again, ever, ever. And I got the lesson. I said, the guilt was so bad because it was teaching me, don't do that. Learn the lesson upon actually awakening to that actual reality and that answer. And it providing the meaning to that experience of I'm never going to be there. I'm never going to do that again when a family member or someone that loves me or a, a deep relationship needs, needs me. Let me tell you, since that day, I've never abandoned anyone that I, that I love and that I care for. Now, would I have got that lesson if I didn't experience that in the, probably at, the, at the depth that I learned that lesson? No, I don't think I, I – unless I made that horrible mistake. And that, and that could be applied to all life. You, you, you put $100,000 towards a business and you lost the hundred grand. <laughs> and it's like, you, you just spent $100,000 rather than saying, I just lost $100,000 in, 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 in building a business that didn't work. You say, I, I just spent $100,000 learning a life lesson. And I was just recently telling uh, a woman uh, how, uh, about a similar situation. And I said, you've just spent $300 learning a life lesson. Rather than hate because you lost the $300, be thankful 
that the universe gave you an opportunity to spend $300 on learning a life lesson. And so that's why, how I see every failure, that it's, it's a gift. It is a gift to show me what's not working and what I need to do, what strategy I need to deploy to shift directions, shift my focus, shift my thinking towards the result, desired result I'm after. Our desires and our intentions evolve through stages and through structures of development inside our mind and our body, that the things that were important to me 10 years ago and the things I wanted 10 years ago aren't the same as the things I want now, because I know I'm, I'm evolving and growing spiritually. That, you know, as much as I love material things, and I think everyone does at some level, they're not as important to me as really connecting with my kids and really connecting with my wife and, and, met, and connecting with the divine. It really, like, man, I tell you, some of the best times I've had was involved no money at all. Spontaneous, you know, combustion <laughs> with my, my family, my friends, my, uh, in this podcast, it's, this podcast is not really planned. It's just straight from the heart. And that's when the best material comes out. And I'm sure the same thing, you could say the same thing with your music too. You just realize you're become, you're, you're basically witnessing God speaking or playing or singing or, or advocating through you as you surrender to the divine and trust that you are guided. And, and I can tell you right now, one of my affirmations, I'm going to share this as we end this particular podcast, is everything is working out for me. Everything's working out for me. And even if, even if my ego perceives that it isn't, I still say, this is, this is working out for me. I know. I know. I trust. And I'm going to let go of my own expectations or my own idea of how things are supposed to be. And adversity, as you said there, Cam, it introduces to you to your higher self. And really test to see oftentimes how badly you want this particular objective or to test you and to strengthen you and to guide you. It's not there to hurt you. So God bless you guys. It's an absolute pleasure and a privilege to be on the show with you on a consistent basis. And thank you for the people that are joining us on Instagram, Facebook, that are listening to this passively on iTunes or Spotify or any of the platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Comment, like. We'd love to uh, see your comments uh, even on Apple Podcast. If you could make a five-star rating for our podcast and make a comment, that'd be greatly appreciated because then that allows us to climb the echelon of uh, our podcast and reach more people and and share this message uh, that we, we believe in so much so to your continued upgrade and evolution live it up with power purpose and passion god bless you guys have an amazing amazing week